you will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Happy Friday. This episode is sponsored by Organifi. Go to Organifi.com slash real moms to get 20% off your order, including the new fall flavors. And this is an extra special episode because I'm sitting right next to Vanessa. Uh, it's really weird. We cannot make eye contact with one another when we record together because we're so used to doing it through the computer, but very excited to be doing this one together. Uh, let's dive in to Southern Charm. And I am just trying to wrap my brain around the fact that Austin basically like was like the shining star MVP of this episode. He pulls Taylor aside. They're shopping together. And he basically says to her, like the way Shep treats you is not okay. And like has this really sweet heart to heart with her. And it felt really authentic and genuine to me. I'm surprised, but it's the thing that Austin needed. I mean, given his horrible appearance on Summer House. This is like his 3.0 version of himself. And I'm glad that someone's being there for Taylor because Shep sucks. Like I'm shocked at the revelation that Shep wanted Taylor to quit her job. That to me, was like so bizarre. Like they're in the car. One, it was weird. They're driving to St. Simon Island in Georgia, which somebody made a meme and it really made me laugh. They're like, imagine your boyfriend treating you like shit. And the way he makes it up to you is taking you on a vacation to an island in Georgia especially when he's so rich, but they drive in separate cars, but maybe because they're hosting, they felt like they needed to drive everyone. But um, in Shep's car, it's Austin, Shep, and Olivia. And Shep reveals he wants Taylor to quit her job so they can travel together. But Austin was real quick to say to Shep, that is control. That is trying to create an environment where she's financially dependent on you. I don't I was, that to me was like wild. But I was like, go Austin to like tell Shep how it is directly to his face. Yeah. And especially there, there's no commitment. Like Taylor would be losing everything. The minute Shep's like, I'm done. And he, she'd be exactly right. She would be financially dependent on him. She'd be screwed. So go Austin. I never thought. <laughs> Abby, especially coming from you, because I know you're <laughs> the number one anti-Austin club. So for you to be like, Austin's amazing is really funny to me. But it, great. It is weird. And I will also say he is so nice to us via DMs that I'm like, God, it really makes me feel bad sometimes that I don't enjoy you on the show. But um, let's be honest, he hasn't really given us a ton of redeeming qualities until these last couple of episodes. Uh, but then he pulls Craig aside and also tells Craig what Shep said. And Craig kind of says the same thing. They both are very quick to say this is Shep's way of controlling her. Uh, it's just interesting to me how... They're both so team Taylor and they talk about it a little bit on their watch what happens live, which we'll touch on in our Patreon, but 
I just, I think it just shows that there's so much more we're not seeing behind the camera because everybody is so team Taylor and no one is team Shep. And you know, these three with bro code, it's kind of something they never break and they're clearly breaking at this time. Uh, Can you remind me what Taylor does? Like what's her job? She is a nurse. I'm trying to remember. I think she's like a home health nurse or, but I know I looked her up one time and she has her BSN. So she's like a legitimate nurse. Um, So, which I mean, one very respectable, amazing job, um, a hardworking job. Um, and also one where like you make pretty decent money. I think you could argue not nearly enough for what they do. Um, but kind of weird that like chef would want to take her away from that. But anyway, um, that was Southern charm. The only other thing I make, just made a note of is when they're playing tennis, chef was talking about how he's super competitive coming from another competitive person. I think there's a fine line with being competitive and wanting to win and just being plain rude. Uh, and chef is falling into the just plain rude category for me. Uh, Oh, and then one other thing we are getting like Craig reunion, um, last season reunion vibes. Like he got so drunk at the dinner, took maybe four or five shots that we saw on camera within an hour span and it was just so like, I don't give a fuck to Naomi. It was like so weird to me. I was like, are you thinking Naomi is Madison? Like, it just gave me the exact same vibes as the way he was in that reunion. Oh, Craigers. And we love he's, to love you. He's but, but. unhinged when he's drinking. It's it's a lot. Um, all right, let's move into Beverly Hills. Woo! Uh, a lot to digest here, but also like, let's just be honest. This Aspen trip was not... Um, not living up to expectations. I mean, I think feel like that's a theme with Beverly Hills, though. Every season so far, I'm trying to remember the last season. Honestly, probably the first time Kathy was on and all the Erica stuff was probably the last time I was like truly like shocked by everything. But oh my God, Beverly Hills is notorious to me in the trailers of seeming like they're going to give you a lot more than they actually do. We've gone through three episodes of shit. Um, I think Erica needs to take Jennifer Lawrence advice and he's a PR team ASAP because she is getting her ass killed because she has shown zero sympathy. I agree. Everything with Crystal said, even what, um, Dorit has said, it's just bizarre to me that she pushes back so hard on it. I, I, I completely agree. I like, I don't understand why she also was acting like we were talking about this in our text group. She was like, why is nobody celebrating that my case got dismissed? It's like, we were texting with, you guys know, our good friends, Best of Bravo, Hollaback Cards, and um, Lucy on the ground. And we were all laughing. We are like, shots all around to the orphans and widows that still have nothing. Like, you don't celebrate a case getting dismissed when the point of the case was trying to, whether right or wrong, and whether Erica owes them anything, you know, we'll, we'll leave that in the court of law, not the court of public opinion, as Erica Jane likes to say. But, like, I don't think you celebrate the victims not getting the compensation um, that they are so rightfully earned. Yeah. So it was no, just weird to was, say, like, I, I want, I want people to celebrate me. It was. Yeah. Well, it's very on brand for her. So then they go shopping in this like bougie ass ski shop, which I can only imagine how much those outfits cost, but it, it is um, lip liquor. I'm yeah. blanking on her name, Diana, oh, uh, yeah. Dorit, and Erica. And then if we recall in the previews that don't open the door, don't unlock it. When they see <laughs> Kathy Hilton, I thought it was going to be like a bigger ordeal. I felt like I just got like bachelored because the bachelor to me and why Abby and I are not big bachelor people is because they give you so much in these previews and then it falls flat. Yeah. I like, I loved how it was like literally just her walking by, I tried to open the door. It was locked. And then Kathy goes on her way and they're like, don't unlock it. Like it was not nearly as big as we thought it was 
I kind of thought that was leading up to the whole Kathy blow up. I don't even think Kathy really even realized that people were in there. She was just like, oh, here's a shop. Looks cute. Tries to open it. It's locked. And she goes on to wasabi, as she called it, or chemo sappy. Um, And then, okay, so we're at the hat place. Let's talk about this whole tequila thing, because I'm actually on Kathy's side. At first, I thought this was kind of ridiculous. But Rena, who's all about people hustling and making money, was so quick to not support Kathy's tequila. And then my favorite part is when she said, it's my friend Kendall Kendall Jenner's tequila. Rena, you are in your 60s. Kendall Jenner is in her 20s. She is either your daughter's friend or your friend's daughter, but she's not your friend. And also, this isn't the first time you're trying it on camera. Like, yeah, Aspen. Look, it's very like not the first time. If she's really your friend, you would have tried it before. I just thought they were being dicks to Kathy. Like typically, yes, all these housewives are pushing a product. They're always pushing something. There's we've had Beverly Beach, the agency, um, Rena Lips, Rena Rose, Rena Rose, like literally so many different products. And I feel like had they given Kathy the time of day when she was trying to get them to do a shot, it would have been completely different. But I thought she was a dick for not even drinking it or not even being like, oh, yeah, they serve my tequila here. Like no one was giving her a reaction. But I will say Kathy's reaction, like she flipped quick. And I was a little bit caught off guard by that. I felt like we missed something. Like it seemed like she went from being like hunky dory Kathy to like pissed off and needing to leave. And yeah, I agree. Something else must have happened. I, she was clearly upset with Kyle. So I don't know if maybe something got edited out or cut that like showed maybe Kathy saying something to Kyle and Kyle blowing it off. I don't know, but I felt like, yeah, I I think we're missing something or Kathy was overreacting a little bit. I also think if you watch Paris and love, you can tell that Kathy's a little controlling. Like she's not as go with the flow as she appeared on um, Beverly Hills. So it's just like, it's just a bit different, but um, what's your take on Dorit and Kyle? So Kyle's is that Dorit will not come. Like legitimately, there's so many things this season that I would love Kyle to get that mad at that she got at Dorit for not coming. Like it just felt weird to me, the level of anger. I, I felt like, and why was it being placed at Dorit? Like I get it's rude that none of them showed up and they couldn't just like come to this party and pretend like everything, you know, is fine. Like they do with everything else. I didn't necessarily understand why she was so mad at Dorit, but I also didn't feel like, I didn't understand why Dorit felt like she had to come to Erica's aid and she was like, Kyle, baby or darling, like, you know how I am. If somebody's feeling left out, I always like, I always go to them. And I actually don't think that's how Dorit is. I haven't really seen her be that person ever on the show. So I was a little confused why she felt like she had to be on Erica's side. I also am like a little confused why Dorit encouraged and helped Erica pack up from Kyle's house. I think we missed again, missed something. But I think Kyle's more upset that Dorit kind of aided and Erica leaving her house. I think Kyle really took like hosting this trip really like personally because Aspen's so important to her. They're staying in her house. So I think she was really insulted by that, um, but kind of took it out on Dorit. It was just really odd. And then when Mauricio came in and was like, you know, I'm coming, I'm kind of, you know, speaking for me and PK, like people made a lot of memes about are they sister wives? Like it just felt a little weird there. Like why? Yeah. I don't know. I just like, there's been so many things and you guys know we love Kyle and this has been a horrible season for Kyle fans, but I'm like, where was that anger towards like Garcelle's son and Erica? Like, I wish, I don't know. I just wish I saw more of that energy play somewhere else versus Dorit, like just being mad at Dorit, but 
whatever. They patch things up. And then we finally get a preview of what we've been waiting for all season long. The moment between Lisa Renna and Kathy. And we only we know we've known all along that this was not filmed. It was not on camera. So we're like, everyone's like, I can't believe this is all via text. Trust me, I'm very frustrated. But we knew this going into it. So we could, you know, kind of temper our expectations. But we see the text. And let's be honest, Rena is always calculated. No, no matter how much she's been drinking, it, everything's always very calculated. So she's sending these texts to Erica, basically saying like, the anger, anger and hatred, you know, spewing out of Kathy was awful. Rena was shaking. It was unlike anything she'd ever seen. Um, you know, I I do believe that Kathy lost it. I don't think Rena would just make this up out of nowhere because then we also get the text from Kathy to Rena that basically was saying like, you know, please keep quiet. This is more than just the show. Silence is golden, and I'm staying silent. I, you know, it's been hinted at that this was her saying a homophobic slur, but then. What I need to know is how do we go from a homophobic slur to then hatred towards Kyle? Because that's where I think we get that sit down moment. I don't think it was necessarily Rena telling Kyle about the homophobic slur and just trying to be a good ally. I think as we saw via text, it was more the anger that was directed at Kyle that Kathy was telling Rena about. And let's be honest, like Kathy has seemed a little off this trip. Like she seems to me like really tired or just like slightly out of it. Mm -hmm. I'm not excusing by all means, any sort of like, I don't condone any homophobic racist, any sort of that behavior by all. I'm just calling out her behavior in general. Like she does seem like a little more loopy than usual. Um, So I'm really curious to see how it finally pans out and like how much information we're actually going to get. I agree. Um, so we'll have to stay tuned or as uh, Bravo likes to say, to be continued. Um, all right. Real quick, you guys know uh, we have been loving Organifi. We talked a little bit about their new fall flavors. I am still big on the pumpkin spice. I am a big believer that it's not fall until after my birthday. So we are now in the fall season, but I have really been enjoying warm it up. It's like a nice little, like almost pumpkin spice latte, but instead of caffeine that you know, gives you a a kick. This helps you just relax a little bit. The gold line has kind of been my favorite. I love it in the evenings. Just a chill. um, I I talked about this before. My brain gets like overstimulated with a bunch of Instagram. So this just helps me kind of unwind and ease into sleep. Um, It does not make you sleepy, but it just helps you be relaxed. If you want to give it a try, please go to Organifi.com slash real moms or use real moms at checkout to get 20% off. All right. Thank you, Organifi. Now onto Atlanta reunion part one. I just have to say, I'm so confused by this seating arrangement. You know, Andy has said, he goes, he like commented about it. He's like, I hear a lot of comments about the seating arrangements, but you see like the most people he's talking to is like, I think it made sense. We had a lot of action with Sheree. We had a lot of action with Marlo. Like he, he felt like it made sense, but I know the cast members had similar comments too. Um, one thing about Atlanta that I wish, and it's like similar to Potomac too. Like I wish so many of the other franchises could take note of is just like the lightness of making fun of each other and like laughing at it. Like they know when to go hard and when to like laugh and chuckle. Um, I love the bone collector moment. Sheree like is OG bone collector. Who do you think is a bone collector truly this season? Cause I did like a tally and it made me laugh. Um, I loved it. I don't know. It's like so hard because I feel like I look at certain, it's hard to encompass the whole season. Cause like I forget some of the early moments until we're watching the reunion. Sheree goes, it definitely, um, her bone collection goes back the farthest. Like she will remember stuff from like 
2011 when it's hard because like Drew wasn't there yet. So Drew doesn't have the bones from 2011, but I'm going to say Sheree. I'm kind of going to say Kenya in a way. Like, I just feel like Kenya is like really good. Kenya's an excellent housewife. Say what you want about her, but Agreed. she knows how to stir the pot. She knows how to ruffle feathers. That comment about like her telling Drew you're crying, like made me <laughs> laugh. Like, like so bad. Yeah. She's just great. So I'm going to say Kenya, but it, it made me laugh. Um, one thing that I wonder if you can help me understand is why is Sonia upset with Drew? The clout comment, I guess, is what we're like really basing all of this off of. I I just don't even think Drew and Sonia really deserve much of a, like a focus. I love when Sonia's like, I'd like to move past this. And Drew goes, I want to keep talking about it. And Andy's like, frankly, I'm done with it. Like, I think the two of them really... It, does, it isn't making sense why this is continuing and why they're acting like they can't move past it. It was a comment that was made. I see why Sonia would be upset. I don't necessarily think Drew is like this well-known iconic figure. So to say that like Sonia used her for clout seems a bit of a stretch, but I don't think that's something that I would focus like an entire season's worth of being mad at her. about. No, I, in general, like I'm not Drew's number one fan by any means, but Sonia girl, like I feel for her because every time she tries to like go there and like dig it, false flat and you're like she's like spinning and like talking in words and is trying to explain and like you need to like practice some practice i think sonia would be okay on like um an oc or a beverly hills <laughs> you know where it's like like we can drag stuff out for several episodes but alana's like quick comebacks and then we move on and it's on to the next thing we keep it light we keep it funny when we need to go there we do but we don't drag it out and sonia just like really wants to drag it out so i don't think she's a good fit for atlanta but I think she could be a good housewife in another franchise, but we're, we're I doubt we're going to see that with her. Uh, all right. Candy and Marlo fighting. Marlo saying that Candy never did anything nice for her. Candy giving several examples of how she tried to help Marlo get on other shows. Who do you believe? I think they're both probably telling the truth, honestly, in some ways, but I think Candy has definitely tried to help her. I think Candy is a person who really does try to help others out. I think what we don't always know, and I think Andy has said this, um, in the past, in a few interviews, Candy does a lot behind the scenes. Like Andy even said in the interview, she's always, or in the reunion, she's always pitching shows. I think she really is always trying to find, she's a businesswoman. So she's always trying to find ways that she can bring new voices, new stories into Bravo. And so I do think like, or even other networks, I do think she was pitching shows to help Marla out. Um, but, you know, I, I can see maybe Marla feeling like Candy hasn't always been the biggest supporter and the best friend to her. Cause we've seen kind of examples of that as well. Uh, Marlo's story regarding her relationship, her upbringing, like it honestly to it, what broke my heart the most was that she's not on good terms with her mom right now. It broke my heart. I feel like anytime a housewife like opens themselves up to that, I always just like tip my hat, say what you want about Marlo. I know she's had some like not so good moments this season, but she at least like was willing to go there and open up. And I always tip my hat for people who allow themselves to be vulnerable like that on camera. So it broke my heart. It, um, it honestly broke my heart too. And I think just hearing her go through her experience of being a foster child and like, you know, being in a home she thought was going to be her forever home. And then she had to go and you just, you, you have a lot of compassion for somebody who grew up such a hard life. Um, you know, she talked about, then she got herself in a lot of trouble and then you see her now. And I just, I love a good redemption story. I think it requires a lot of just courage and strength to fight through being in a dark place and being in like, you know, at rock bottom and to get where she is. Like, I just have a lot of respect for Marlo. 
but I do struggle with knowing with her, knowing how hard it is to leave a house you think is your home and how heartbreaking it is. I just don't understand why she kicked her nephews out. No, absolutely. I don't get that either. I mean, parenting's hard as fuck. Yeah. We all want to break like all the time and we get it in spurts and stuff, but you don't just like send off your kids for a month and be like, Oh, I'm kind of done parenting or whatever. Definitely don't agree with that. But I also, one thing I did love um, in talking about her story of her reclaiming the ex-con Kenya loves to throw that dick dig at her. And she's like, Nope, I'm an iconic ex-con. She's the one to tell that story. Not you Kenya, but Atlanta always, I feel like it's a little entertaining, entertaining. Like I cannot wait until we get to she by Sheree and Andy himself says he almost wishes they would have filmed the reunion after the whole she by Sheree debacle with Shein uh, or Walmart. Like he, he was like, I would have asked. Yeah. So, but all in all, like always a delightful reunion with Atlanta. I also feel like because they can take like they can dish it out and take it better than any other franchise. Andy does go there. Like Andy isn't afraid to ask those questions to Sheree. He would have asked about the Shein copies and Walmart. And like, he would have been very like blunt with that where you don't always see him doing that with other franchises because he knows then like the, that some of the women will just explode and it will take over the reunion. So I agree. I would have loved to have seen him get the opportunity to go there. All right. Well, that wraps up this week. Uh, and Bravo, we do have some new, um, shows coming as we're getting kind of towards the end of Atlanta. Um, we will be seeing the Beverly Hills reunion in a couple more weeks. So get excited. I believe, uh, Salt Lake is coming out. Is it the 28th or 26th? You're asking, I mean, we Soon. are the worst people to Soon. ask. Abby doesn't know what day it is. Yeah. I will likely <laughs> say it's this day and it's actually not. So it's coming soon. Uh, so just in the next two weeks before yeah. October, not spring, summer, but spring, summer, September, <laughs> it will be here, uh, but we will always be here. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. Before we wrap though, we have to give out our shout outs. So Vanessa, who's your shout out? Um, I want to give my shout out to you and wishing you a happy birthday. I also, <laughs> I, I like, did, why? well, cause I wasn't able to say <laughs> this on air, but I want to give you, I wish you a happy birthday. I also want to give a little shout out to my friend, Colleen O'Malley. Purcell, who always listens. Is she Purcell O'Malley? No, it's O'Malley Purcell. Oh, she got married. Well, and now, well, anyways, that's okay. her maiden name. Oh, I digress. <laughs> that's her maiden name. Regardless, I wanted to give her a little shout out. I told her I would do that. Um, but especially to Abby, my partner in crime, my everything, my world. Abby Aww. is as amazing as she sounds. And I'm so lucky to go through this journey with her. So I want to recognize you again um, and your birthday and wishing you this year of. Lots of love, lots of laughter, good health, all the good things. And BravoCon. Oh, and BravoCon. Um, okay, well, I, that's like really sweet. Thank you. I also love Carl's P. I've only met her a couple of times, but I'll give her a shout out. Sorry, I didn't know your middle name was O'Malley. Yeah. Um, and now the whole world does. Um, <laughs> I actually, so in hearing Marlo's story, it was so sad. Um, I want to give a shout out to all the great foster parents out there. Um, while her story maybe didn't depict that, I know several that are really, really great foster parents. And I just think... It takes a very special person to love a child knowing that you might not get to keep them forever. I think like to be able to temporarily love it or you love them forever, but to like temporarily open up your home to them, really accept them and knowing that um, really your goal and the best interest of the child is reunification with our parent. I just think it takes a lot of strength and I commend all of the great foster parents out there. Um, so with that, uh, you know, the spiel, if you would like to 
support us in a free way, like subscribe, hit five stars, leave a 30 second review. And then if you'd like to support us monetarily for less than the cost of a pumpkin spice latte, you can join our Patreon, realmoms.com slash Patreon, where we discuss all the weekly headlines. We've got a lot going on this week, a lot of mixing of uh, celebs and housewives. And then of course, we will be talking about the Emmys. Um, and some other uh, rumors out there. So go to patreon.com slash real moms. And with that, we will catch you next week. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail, we all will, but we're not gonna let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.